Welcome to the second episode of the Sophisticated Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. And I'm Jacob. And today, we're going to talk about our picks for MLB Awards this year. The Rookie of the Year, the Cy Youngs, and the MVPs for both leagues. And who we think is going to win. And a sleeper pick for every award. So, So, we'll just start off with... The Rookie of the Year, and we'll start in the NL. And my pick is a pretty safe one. I'm going to go with Gavin Lux from the Dodgers, one of the highest-ranked prospects in the league. And he played in September last year and in the playoffs. And he wasn't that good, but, you know, he's still got a ton of talent. And he's in a stacked roster, you know, so that always helps. Because um, the Dodgers, they have a ton of good players in that lineup he's gonna win a lot of games which could help too and personally i just don't really think anyone else in the nl is gonna come close i mean you can always have like someone you don't see because rookie of the year is kind of random because we haven't really seen these guys play but if i had to pick someone i'd go with gavin lux i would have to agree there um i mean Second base isn't our end short stuff. Well, he would play second base for the Dodgers since they have, I think, Corey Seager at shortstop. But um, at second base, they don't have a ton of talent. They have, they can have Chris Taylor, their utility man, play. So I think he'll get called up pretty quickly. Um, one, like Jacob said, stack roster. He'll have a lot of chances to prove himself. And that it's he's probably clear in a way the favorite and for my sleeper pick i'm gonna go with Mackenzie gore a pitcher from the padres he is probably the most talented pitching prospect in the league right now but he's only 20 years old so this might not be the year he gets called up but if he does he'll have a great season Uh, my sleeper pick is spencer howard from the phillies and he's probably not going to even start the season in the majors, but he's probably going to play. Uh, he's a right-handed pitcher. And, you know, in the minors, he last year he had a 2.03 ERA. You know, he was very good. So the reason he's the sleeper for me is because he's probably not going to start the season in the majors. And in a 60-game season, that could make all the difference. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like... Guys like Gavin Lux and Mackenzie Gore, they have to like disappoint a little for mm-hmm. someone who didn't start the season to win, but that could happen. So he's going to be my sleeper. And Our... we'll move to the AL. So who's your pick, Jacob? My pick? I'm going to go with Jesus Lazardo, the left handy pitcher from the Athletics. He played last year basically for a month as a reliever and in the postseason he made an appearance against the Rays and he was just excellent, you know, 1.5 ERA in like 12 games. Just really good though. He will be a starter, not a reliever. Um, You know, it's just, and I think the A's are also going to win some a lot of games this year. That always helps other other rookies in other top prospects in 
the AL are mostly on losing teams like the Angels, the White Sox, even though those teams could be good this year. You know, Boston, not terrible teams, but the A's are like a step above. And, you know, based on what we saw for a short sample size last year, I think he's going to be the top cat. All right. And my favorite is from the Angels, Joe Adele. He's an outfielder, hit 289 in the minors last year. He's He's been around for a little while in the Angels system. And he, while he's not, obviously it's difficult to be compared to Mike Trout, who's obviously the greatest player of our generation. Um, he, he does have superstar potential in the outfield. And if he does, break out this year he'll have a good season yeah i mean joe really good as well um i guess i wouldn't have picked him he's probably not gonna start the year in the majors he'll probably get called up at some point yeah that's what was holding me back just like you know mm-hmm. in the nl there's also a guy he's not really a he's not a sleeper but Luis robert yeah also like high plus high rated prospect who's gonna debut this year and he could very well win it but for my sleeper i'm gonna go with brenton mckay from the Rays, and he's really interesting because he's a two-way player so he pitches and hits as a dh like otani the problem is he like once again probably isn't starting in the majors he might but he played for like a month last year and was not good at all both hitting and pitching He's still a highly rated prospect, and if he plays, and if he's good, then he probably will take the award home just because he's a two-way player. Even if you know yeah, his hitting, yeah, even if his pitching's not as good as a guy like Jesus Lazardo, or his hitting isn't good as Joe Adele or Robert, just because he's a two-way player and has just a ton of value. So I don't have a true sleeper pick because I think the AL Rookie of the Year is going to be a very close contest. Joe Adele could win, Jesus Lazardo could win, Luis Robert could win, and um, with uh, Robert, who's a White Sox uh, outfielder, he signed a massive contract for a prospect over the the summer, a sixty million dollar contract. Ton of money. So, and this worked with Aloy Jimenez last year, so we'll see if he can live up to the contract. And if he does, once again, we'll see another tight rookie of the year race. There's a lot of top prospects there. All right, so now we're going to move on to the Cy Young Awards. Uh, We can start in the AL, Daniel. Why don't you start? So... While I may be a Yankees fan, I don't think it's biased to pick Eric Cole to win the award. He's coming off 16 straight uh, wins and decision wins, and he was dominant last year. Although he slowed down in the the postseason a little bit, some shaky performances, but mostly, obviously, top tier pitching. Um, he had a 2.5 ERA last year, 2.50, um, and the Yankees just signed him to a huge contract, nine years, $324 million. He's in the prime of his career, he's 28, they're active. Personally, yeah. no one else can, everybody's either older or injury prone in, in 
the AL, like Verlander and Charlie Morton had good seasons last year, but they're in their mid to late 30s. And Tyler Glasnow, also um, just injury prone. Yeah, you know, I hate to be boring. And as much as I hate the Yankees as a Mets fan, yes, Garrett Cole is the clear favorite in the AL. You know, it is a 60-game season. Anything can happen. Anyone could take the award. But, you know, he's the favorite. He's definitely the most likely guy. The Yankees are going to win a bunch of games this year. You know, he's going to have a lot of wins, even though that really doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, six wins like seven wins eight wins it's gonna lead the, the, the lead. yeah so it's not he's, there's no there's no he might not win but you know you're picking someone else you know that's a bold picking of itself yeah and you know for my for my sleeper pick I'm gonna go with as you mentioned Tyler Glass now you know he was on from the race he was on pace for a Cy Young type year until he got hurt. And he is injury prone, but this is only a 60 game season, right? Yeah. And the, Ra- the Rays have a great rotation as it is. You know, they're also going to win a bunch of games. Um, and I was just, if he stays healthy, then he's definitely in that conversation. You know, so I just have a good feeling about him this year. Um, similar to your pick, I'm picking. So the Rays have a really, really good uh, rotation. So I think Charlie Morton, Blake, now Tyler Glass. Best rotation in baseball. One of the best. I think the Nats have the best rotation, but that's another conversation. But uh, you have cases for all three of them. Morton has gotten better as he's gotten older. Glasnow had an amazing 12 games last year, 16 pitch before he shut down for the season. So, and Blake Snell won it a couple years ago and had injury issues last year. So, any of these guys can come back. And as you said, 60 game season, you could see, for example, Glasnow had a 1.78 ERA through 12 games, which is basically all you're going to start um, uh, this year. So, it will be definitely be interesting. We'll see some really low ERAs of pitchers come out hot. So, we'll see about that. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the NL, um, my pick would be, you know, again, it is a little biased as a Mets fan, but I'm going to go with Jacob DeGrom as the favorite. You know, he three, he already won two straight Cy Youngs, has no signs of slowing down. And, you know, I just, you know, guys like Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg in the NL both have injury histories you know you know they had to pitch late into the postseason like the latest last year that always seems to have an effect on pitchers the next year and you know i just think he's the favorite and i don't see anyone else that i would think would be more likely to win it than him i i couldn't agree more even as a yankees fan degrom is right now on pace for a Hall of Fame career. He's been the best pitcher in the game the last two years, so I really don't think it's... it's, There's no one else you could argue that could win this unless someone, for example, like my sleeper pick this year does something like... My sleeper pick is Jack Flaherty. 
on the Cardinals, who who had a .91 ERA in the second half of last year, ten runs in 99.1 innings. If this, if he comes out hot like like the end of last year, finishes off a dominant run, no one's coming close to the side because that type of production is really unheard of. So my sleeper pick, you know, I'm gonna go with Josh Hader, a reliever. Really? I feel I feel like this is one of the only years. This is a sleeper pick, okay? Like yeah, this, is a, this is a bold prediction. But I feel like this is the only year that a reliever could realistically win the award. It's uh, the award. It's been like 30 years since it's happened. And like, you know, Josh Hader has really been the best reliever in the year consist in the league consistently, you know. Guys have had great seasons here and there, but he's been doing it for like three years now. Got a amazing fastball. He's just he can pitch multiple innings every game, you know. And you know, if he just gets hot at the right time and there's no clear winner, right? Then you could just see it I could just see it happening. If not him, a guy like Kirby Yates, um, you know, he had a bad year last year, but Craig Kimbrell, you know, could bounce back, definitely. I, I see your point with the reliever, but I mean Josh Hader gave up a bunch of home runs last year, and a couple of runs here and there, while over an 162-game season might not mean much, over a 60-game season, if he's pitching pretty much every game since relievers are going to be used a lot this year, that could destroy his VR. Kirby Yates, you see, like, Edwin Diaz had 57 saves two years ago and had yes. a terrible year with the Mets. Hey, who knows? Edwin Diaz, could, Edwin Diaz could bounce back okay. when the side on too. Sure, sure, fine. And then, who is your third guy that you mentioned? I mentioned Craig Kimbrell, who did have a really bad year last year, but he started in the middle of the season, struggled with some injuries, and, you know, every year besides that, he's been consistently the best reliever in baseball. The issue with that one is he didn't get signed by the Cubs until midseason, as we all know, and Unfortunately, this feels very similar to that type of situation where he really didn't have any time to ramp up. They've had three weeks of spring training or summer camp, whatever you want to call it. And basically three spring training exhibition games since and right into the season. So relievers, sure, if someone goes off like that, fine, they could be in the conversation. But it's, it's kind of, there's always a counter argument for relievers. You know, a few years ago, Zach Bergen had like a 1.1 ERA, you know, yeah. and Blake Trennan had an amazing year. Like, if, if one of those years happens, I feel like this season, I'm really going to take on the award. They'll definitely be in the conversation, but I don't know if they're going to be quite at the top of the list with top tier talents like DeGrom, Cole, uh, Verlander, people like those. Well, it's a sleeper pick. Guess we'll have to wait and see. It's out there. All right, so now we'll move on to the MVP. So, with the MVP, I don't. It's hard to have a sleeper pick. So I'm just. I have a couple of options. So I'm just gonna go through with them in some type of order. And I don't know. Do you have a sleeper pick for this? We'll start with the AL. Yeah. My pick 
as boring as it is, yep. I'm gonna go with Mike Trout. You know, it, especially with Mookie Betts outside of the AL and guys like Aaron Judge and Stanton having injury histories, you know, there's really no one else who you could say would be a favorite in this race, you know? Trash is the best player in baseball, and that's really undisputed. And I really don't think you can have the favorite be anyone else. So, yes, Mike Trout is the favorite, but since this is a 60-game season, people can get hot at the right time. So I have a couple. So Mike Trout's at the top, but then I can see guys like Aaron Judge, Alex Bregman, Anthony Rendon stepping up, having really good seasons. Like, if Judge starts like he did in 2017, where he had 30 home runs before the All-Star break, he's going to be in contention. If Bregman has a really good season, he'll be in contention. If Rendon plays really well with Trout there, there's a lot more chances to to kind of prove himself. The thing thing with Bregman is, I just, I can't see the them giving an award to an Astro player. <laughs> that would look um, very bad for me. Unless, unless Bregman is just so far ahead of everyone else, I really can't see them giving it to him. And no one would care, right? Mm-hmm. Not, no one would care if he got robbed. But, yeah. you know, for the AL, my sleeper pick, again, this is kind of out there, but I'm going to go with Shohei Otani. Okay. Staying on the, staying on the, 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 the Angels, you know, <laughs> If he's healthy and he's starting the season healthy now, he's recovered from Tommy John. Hitting last year, he was a great hitter. You know, not amazing, but still great. And, you know, now he's got Rendon in that lineup, so things are going to be a little easier on him. And Joe Adele might be there too. Right. And if he's, if he can go to what he was pitching before, you know, like 3.5 ERA, 3.3, I think it was. Like for a full season, and this isn't even a full season, there's only 60 games, I could see it happening. You know, it would be kind of weird to see an Angels player besides Trout win yeah. MVP. But, you know, him being a two-way player, you know, you can make the argument he adds a ton of value. He does. He definitely, he definitely is a great sleeper pick. But my sleeper pick is Labor Torres. He... People still sleep on him a little bit. He had a really good season last year. And if he comes out swinging the bat, he's definitely a really good pick. And one more thing about him. Last year, he had 38 home runs, 16 of which came against the Orioles. And the the Orioles play them one-sixth of their time this season. So we'll have a lot of chances to play against bad teams. So... He might just step up, but you can say the same thing with Judge. But okay, all right. Well, moving on to the NL, mm-hmm. I- I'm gonna go with as much as it pains me, Juan Soto of the Nationals. Mm-hmm. You know, he you know, just won a World Series, and you know, I think he's the best young player in baseball. You know, I see him a lot against the Mets and. I just such he got a lot of energy, a lot of play he's discipline. He's very exciting, and he's just he was great his rookie year, even better his second year, 
and I think the sky's the limit for him. I think eventually one day he could be the best player in the league. So you know, he's my he's my favorite. For... Yeah, I, I definitely see Soto up there. He has speed, he has power, he he is good contact hitter. He has all the tools. It's just if it comes together, he's if he gets off to a slow start, that's basically bye for him. But my pick is Christian Yelich, which is not a very surprising pick, but he is he's been the best player in baseball in my opinion over the last two years. Wow. I, I sorry, Trout Trout's the best over you know, this generation. But Yelich has had some really, really, really good seasons. And if he didn't uh, break his kneecap or whatever last year, I think one the Brewers would have won that wild card game and the Nats would have been the World Series uh champion. And two, he would have been the NL MVP over Bellinger, who's not a bad pick himself. Alright, well, Who's your sleeper? My sleeper? Now, this might be a strange thing because he's a former MVP winner, uh, but my sleeper is Bryce Harper. I mean, the I Phillies are retooled. Joe Girardi's their manager now. They brought in Duke Gregorius. I think they have a still, the Phillies have a really, really good uh, lineup. And Harper is known for his, 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 uh, fast starts and when he won his MVP which I think is was 2015 it is yes um he got off to a hot start and it didn't stop every year he comes out swing really well and then he always hits a cold stretch but you know the cold stretch might never come this year since it's only 60 games so you know he I think he could do it I'm not really a believer in the Phillies um yeah I just yeah. don't think they're going to be good. And I know. The NL East is just too close to call, though. So, you know. I'm, I, yeah. I'm just not sure the Phillies will have enough wins. You know, for someone to win MVP on a losing team, they have to be, like, really They're not going to be a losing team. I don't know. Come but, on now. Uh, well, we'll see. I. He's good. He's got the potential, obviously, because, you know, we've seen him do it before. Yeah. It's just, it's been a while since he's been at that level. My yeah. sleeper pick, um, <laughs> this is, might be a little biased. I'm going to go with Jeff McNeil. Oh, boy. Probably the most underrated player in the league from the Mets. Plays every position. But he quietly had an amazing season last year. You know, batted like 320. 25-ish homers or so, you know, he's got some power, he's a great contact hitter, you know I just think it could all come together for him this year My issue is he's a very similar player to DJ LeMay who had He is, a very, that's very a great comparison He hit 327 with, I think 26 home runs, so right in the range of of McNeil and both are contact hitters, both are good in clutch situations. McNeil was probably a slightly worse DJ LeMay. Yes, and but LeMay only finished third in the MVP race last year. Yes, they have Trout, but you also have similar giants in the NL like Yelich and Bellinger and Soto and Acuna. So he's that's a lot, a lot of that's true. Uh, this is why it's a sleeper pick, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. He's not, he's not in that top group of guys, but I think 
you know, especially in this 60 game season, been saying it a lot, but if you get hot at the right time, yeah, that, that's the name of the game. You could come away with the MVP. And just and... one more thing about this is you said the Harper, if he wins it on a losing team, what if the Mets are a losing team? No one knows if they're going to be a winning team yet. No one knows who anyone's going to be a winning team yet. Yeah, so but we you can have say a better I, yeah. I know, but you have a the NL East is going to be really, really close with the Braves, Mets, Phillies, and Nats. So I got we'll just have to see, I guess. Just have to see. But yeah. that's all for today. Yeah. If you guys have any opinions, any questions you want us to answer, you can leave a comment. Yeah, um, and thank we, you for listening. Yeah. Um, and. We'll see. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Yeah. Bye.